Welcome to the Soul Full Podcast. I'm your host, Audrey. This podcast is all about nourishing the mind, body, and soul. Whether it be personal growth, fuel, or movement, I'm here to support you as we are on this ever-flowing journey together. Hi, it's me. Uh, Welcome back. I'm feeling pretty tired today, so I'm not sure just quite how linear my thoughts are going to be. (laughs) When I'm a bit tired, they seem to be going like, you know, like one of those, uh, oh gosh, what are those things called? A mind map, if you know what that is, like where you write something in the middle of a page and then a million different things branch off from it, like in the middle it could say one word and then a line out to the side, you know, connecting it to some idea and then a line out in another direction, connecting it to a different idea and then those connect to ideas. I just feel like that's how my brain works a little bit when I'm tired, so bear with me. Um, Today I had... Uh... I guess a pretty, like, overall good day, but I'm feeling a bit emotional this week. Um, I think it's possibly that just the way that my cycle is, like, I feel like I can get pretty raw feeling, and I know we've used the word raw, like, it's a pretty common word, but to me, it just really suits the feeling of this, I guess, kind of state that I get in like around when I would get my period or whatever it may be I don't fully get my period because I have an IUD um that's a whole other story but I feel like the word raw really fits it because it means kind of has this kind of idea that it's you know unprotected un uncooked or whatever it is and it has this kind of feeling of being almost like exposed like I guess I'm imagining even like a raw fruit when you take off all the skin and you can see what's on the inside and there's nothing protecting it anymore that's I guess how I feel when I think of the word raw I feel like exposed and sensitive and reactive to what's around me and I know I have other episodes where I sound like this so you'll just know that I guess that's how it is. And if you get like this, I'd love to know. I think other people do, but I guess I've never really described the sensation in that way. People usually just say they get emotional or whatever it may be. Anyways, today, this whole week I've been feeling super raw. Today was a little bit of a harder day for me emotionally um it really wasn't the end of the world but I did this morning go to get my uh biopsy I'm not sure if I've posted my previous episode if I've left it kind of in the title as of right now I have an episode that I'll post I don't know how much prior to this but um I'm kind of posting them in order of recorded them and I recorded one when I spoke a bit about the fact that I have a small tumor at the time I said I might have a tumor and I kind of described you know some thoughts that I was having um I really don't know how I sound so maybe I'll never post it if I sound like a bit 
discombobulated. Um, and not that it would have to anything to do with me hiding emotions or my raw thoughts, but uh, sometimes I say a, a bunch of nothing. <laughs> it's like not even worth posting. I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> it's like too hard to follow. Anyways, that's how I just feel my brain is when I'm tired, but or or emotional or both my mine seems to work faster than my mouth can sometimes. Um but yeah, I I found it basically in I want to say March, end of March. I found it and uh before Postclove whenever that is. So yeah, end of March. Um Postclove is basically just Easter break here in Sweden. Anyways, I found it myself like I just you know, was getting ready for bed one night and noticed a, I was kind of rubbing my hands like just over my stomach um, and I felt like a slight bump and uh, that's what it was. So I went to the doctor, she checked it out. I mean, I talk about this already in my other episode, so maybe I won't, you know, go into too much detail, but um, I eventually got sent for an ultrasound and uh, if you know anything about uh, tumors an ultrasound can't really tell whether it's malignant or benign basically uh, if you're not familiar with those terms cancerous or non-cancerous basically um so an ultrasound can't really see that an ultrasound can just see that whether it's a tumor or not um and i had a feeling it was sitting like right on my muscle And I could just feel that, I guess, for some reason. And I knew that it was something because it was quite hard and and not soft at all. Um, And not really, wasn't really, you couldn't manipulate it or move it around. So it wasn't just some kind of abscess or whatever. I knew that uh, when I found it pretty much on my own. But um, anyways, I had to, you know, figure out for sure what it is. and, uh, you know, the doctor did confirm, obviously, that it, it is a tumor. Um, it's quite small. It's like 1.4 centimeters by 0.4 centimeters. Um, and I'm feeling a lot more okay with it. I definitely don't wish it was there, but... Um, for some strange reason, I've never had this fear actually about it being cancer. And maybe I'm taking that for granted. I guess I'll find out. But um, I just had this feeling that it wasn't cancer, but I had a feeling more so of like internal hurt that I had a tumor at all. And mind you, if it's not cancerous, uh, the type of tumor that it is is lives in fat cells. So basically, um, if it is benign or non-cancerous, um, it will be called something called a lipoma. If it is malignant or uh, you know have cancer in it, then uh, it will be liposarcoma. The most common form of liposarcoma is basically 100%, you know, success rate, according to Google, at least. Um, So I guess that maybe has 
been comforting for me to not even worry, but um, assuming that it isn't liposarcoma and that it's a lipoma, um, thousands of people live with them and don't even know that they have them Um, because they can be in between organs, they can be wherever, and they're not usually super invasive. They don't usually cause pain unless they end up pressing against some, you know, serious nerve cells. And they don't usually grow too much, or if they do grow, they grow pretty slowly. So I am really fortunate that if I have anything, then it's that. Uh, my mom does have lipomas. Um, on my dad's side, my grandfather did pass away of cancer. He had a few different types of cancer. Um, so I guess, and you know, I don't know a lot about an in-depth family history, I guess, of cancer in my family. So um, I just really felt like it was important for me to actually have it checked. Um, so you can check two ways, uh, through an ultrasound, or sorry, not through an ultrasound, through either a biopsy or an MRI. An MRI would be able to see all the cells and stuff, ideally. Although mine is pretty small, but... I guess that doesn't really make a difference. It's looking at cells, which are <laughs> pretty microscopic. So anyways, um, and the other option is a biopsy, which is basically where they take a sample of it. Um, since my tumor is like pretty accessible, it's not behind any organs and it's not so huge. Um, basically, I just went this morning. Um, I didn't feel so nervous actually going into it which is really good. I think I was distracted um, because I can feel um, quite nervous about needles in general. That would be like a big fear of mine, actually. Um, I'm not afraid of too many things, honestly, but receiving needles does freak me out. Watching needles, other people get needles, doesn't freak me out as much. But for some strange reason, this idea of like a foreign object deep in my body really, um, I don't know doesn't sit right with me okay so yes so I went to the doctors I didn't really have didn't really overthink it which is really good because um like when I got my COVID vaccine for example the first one I think it didn't really help that I was a bit nervous still like I I knew that for me it was the right thing to do was to get vaccinated and I got vaccinated before most of my friends just because of the country I was living in was you know making them available earlier um and I think none of my friends had got it. And you know, I just, I don't know, I had a bit of hesitation around it. And I don't mean to sound like passing judgment in either way, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I felt a bit nervous about it. And I just get, you know, so anxious about, or I have in the past experienced a lot of anxiety around vaccines um, and needles in general. So um, when I knew that I was getting one, I literally caused myself to be so sick that I could not stop vomiting and I couldn't go to school. That's how connected our mind and body is. And it was literally just because I was, you know, having some anxiety about getting a needle. Um, anyways, and then obviously, you know, I got the vaccine and it wasn't even really painful and it was totally fine. Um, and actually the buildup that I had created was significantly worse than the experience. Anyways, so I think, you know, having had, you know, my three doses or whatever of the COVID vaccine more recently, 
uh, like I had my most recent one, I think in March this year, my booster. And um, I think that really calmed my fear around needles because I had had them so close together that I was feeling like, okay, like I know that it's fine, you know? Um, But anyways, I got there to the doctor's office and uh, my nurse was so kind and sweet. Like, honestly, I just love Swedish healthcare. Like, the woman was so sweet. And maybe I just don't have enough experience in, you know, Canadian hospitals or whatever um, to actually maybe give a fair comparison. But, like, this was the nicest nurse ever. She literally was so calming she spoke to me a lot about it. She told me, you know, I can talk to you when you... I told her right away, I'm a bit nervous. I'm like a bit afraid of needles. And she was like, okay, that's no problem. It's going to be really fast. It's going to go well. Like she just immediately started speaking to me and, you know, these positive sentences. And then also offered to speak to me while it was happening or, you know, to remind me to close my eyes she even offered to hold my hand which was so sweet um and I definitely took her up on that so I was like literally crying and she was holding my hand and the other doctor was so nice and basically what they did was just use a needle to take cell samples I swear she was stabbing that thing around for like I don't know felt like at least a minute but maybe it was shorter but I think they were just trying to make sure they got enough cells which you know I would weigh rather but um the reason actually that I wanted to record this episode and I guess what I was thinking about today was when I came home I was feeling like so emotional so like oh my god like uh um and in the moment of it happening I just you know took a deep breath and you know I looked away and I held I actually reached out my hand for the the nurse to hold because I think she forgot for a second maybe that she had said like I'll hold your hand um and then obviously she did hold my hand obviously she did hold my hand and I remember like you know when a vaccine or a needle or whatever form like goes in and comes out pretty quickly Um, I was really anticipating this to feel the same, but it really was staying in there. And I remember actually having this thought like, uh, okay, I'm going to (laughs) swear, just a heads up. But I literally had this exact sentence in my head. Almost like, imagine if words were rolling out on like a karaoke, okay? And you know how like the colored part goes over the words as they're being said, but you can see all the words. Does that make sense? Like, you can see the whole sentence, and then, you know, the words as you say them change from white letters to colorful letters, so you can see, you know, where the person is on the sentence. I had this whole sentence like that, almost in my head, that said, like, holy fuck, this is painful. (laughs) Um, And then it's almost like I saw the sentence... And then when the colorful part, like when I was halfway through telling myself the sentence, I stopped myself. And instead, I just immediately said, this is not, this is not so painful. This is not so bad. And this is actually okay. And like, I, 
immediately felt so much better. And then obviously almost as soon as that happened, it was done. Um, But I guess I just had a moment where I was so proud of myself because that was such a clear moment where it would have been so easy for me to say like, you know, holy F, this is painful and like, oh my God, like when's it going to be over? And then, you know, keep going and then later have to tell myself it was fine, you were okay and rewrite the narrative later. But instead, I had the ability to stop the narrative before it was even finished being said in my head and change the words. And I just feel like this is such a moment of growth for me. And I don't know if you've had a moment like this yet in your life, or maybe you have already and you didn't even notice it, or maybe you will and it's coming, or whatever it may be, but... I seriously, that was a clear moment where I saw my thought, my thought pattern change. Because I feel like I've known my, my thought patterns have been improving since I've been conscious of them. I think that's the number one step is just to be conscious. But to notice myself changing it in the moment, in an experience like that, that is normally pretty high stress and emotionally raw and emotionally driven for me that was a huge a huge telltale I guess for me and I really feel like I changed my thoughts and I changed the narrative that I was telling myself to change my experience because suddenly it wasn't as painful honestly like it honestly was not as painful it felt it went from feeling like oh my God, this is actually painful to being like, okay, no, this is just a pinch. It's okay. And I felt safe when I said that to myself. When I changed the way that I was speaking to myself, I felt safe in a situation that I have never felt safe before, right? Like, mind you, I'm also in a new country. Like the woman was speaking to me in English, but English isn't their first language. Although I will say Swedish people have excellent English, but it's just... There's just so many layers. Like my family wasn't around me. When I was in high school, always my mom used to come with me every time I had to get a needle. And actually, she had to hold my arm down while I was like sobbing, uncontrollably panicking as the doctor put the needle in. And like, I recognize that, you know, you're maybe thinking like, okay, Audrey, that was in high school. Um, Maybe it's time to, maybe you're, you know, you should have grown out of this by now or matured by now. But, like, just to know that I did this on my own. I got the phone call also last night, um, literally the night before the appointment. They said, hey, we have an appointment at 9 a.m. tomorrow or we have one on June 29th. On June 29th, I'll already be home in Canada. I'm going back to Canada on the 27th. Um, Again, I don't know what date I'll be releasing this because I seem to have more recordings than I have weeks. (laughs) But... um, and I also started recording like before I'd posted any of my podcasts, but um, when I post this, I guess you'll know, I guess when it was happening for me real time. But the only other appointment they had was basically after I'm, I'll already be home. So I just immediately called my boss and, you know, basically explained that I have, you know, a doctor's appointment that 
you know, came available to me tomorrow at 9 a.m. And, you know, I hope it's all right if I go, basically. And obviously it was approved and all's fine. But it's just, I honestly, I'm just, I know I've said this, but I'm just so proud of myself for seeing, like, okay, I got this call last minute. I didn't freak out about it. I didn't freak out about it at night. I didn't freak out about it in the morning. Uh, When I got there, like, I cried, but there was tears in my eyes, but I wasn't, like, sobbing uncontrollably I laid myself down for it I remained calm and in this stressful moment I changed my whole experience because I knew that I had the power to do so like wow what if we just never had to have bad experiences again because we could just rewire the way that we perceived them oh my god that's my new goal (laughs) Anyways, I've just been noticing myself doing this a lot lately and even in like mundane tasks. I know I've spent this whole podcast talking about a situation obviously that um, maybe is a bit more intense and I hope it wasn't triggering for anyone that actually has dealt with cancer and I don't mean to belittle anybody's experience. I'll have my biopsy results next week, so I don't know. I just have a feeling that it's not cancer. I'm For some strange reason, I've never really been so worried about that. Um... I mean, I guess we'll find out, but um, I was more struggling with the fact that I didn't want to have a tumor at 26, and I don't know, I have trouble talking to people about it because suddenly I go from just being like a normal 26-year-old girl to people looking at me like I'm this sick girl, like I'm like ill, and they look at me with so much sympathy. And it's so sweet to know that, you know, they empathize and they're supportive and caring. Um, But I guess I haven't really been open with it about everybody because I just don't know if I want to sign myself up for that experience. As of right now, I can write my own narrative, but it will be very hard to write my own narrative with everyone looking at me with their own perceived notions and narratives does that make sense about you know what cancer is and the experience and everything um so yeah that's about it for that experience but anyways back to what I was saying is I was talking about how you know I I changed my thoughts in this intense experience but I have been noticing um myself doing it in like everyday tasks Like, for example, yesterday, okay, a little preface here. I really don't like garbage. I hate it. I hate when I walk down the street and there's like a garbage truck and it smells bad. Like, I know nobody likes that, but I actually really like, I don't know. I I would pick most, most other experiences than that one in the morning. Um, When I was in university and we had to do chores, uh, like we all had, we read like a chore chart, like this week, somebody cleans the kitchen this week, somebody, you know, um, sweeps and mops floor or whatever. And somebody's on bathroom and then somebody's on garbage, whatever it was. I always traded my garbage week for somebody else's like kitchen floor, bathroom, whatever. I would pick anything over taking out the garbage, which is kind of ironic because you only have to take out the garbage one time on a Monday night or whatever night it was. And the kitchen and bathroom, like, that takes a bit more maintenance. Like, maybe you'll do an actual clean once, but it's still, I guess, in theory, your responsibility to keep that area tidy. So I guess 
the garbage should look more appealing, but I just really hate garbage. Um, so anyways, this is my mundane task was me taking out my garbage last week. And I just remember um, being and, in the garbage room and it smells um, bad. And I'm just I remember like, being in there oh just gosh, thinking, oh my God, this is so, so disgusting. <laughs> and again, as soon as that <laughs> happened, um, and I walked out of the room and um, I was like, I remember being in there just thinking, no, like, oh my God, it's not so, so disgusting. disgusting. And, and I just said, like, again, as I'm soon so as that happened, clean space now. I'm so I happy the room I was like, able to clean my sp- to do this so that no, I can have a clean space. It's not so space. disgusting. And I just said, like, so I'm so happy. Even I had in a these space little now. mundane things, I'm so happy I was able I to change clean my, my thought pattern to do this so and that I can have a clean space. In that situation, I changed it after I had already had the so, thought. But I think these that the more that little you do that, the things, more that you'll be able to change your thought. I changed my thought pattern, and the more that you can change your thought, the moment I changed it after I had already had the thought happens. And but I think that the more that you do that, the more that you're able to change your thought and therefore, and the more that you can change your thought in a moment, you can change your thought before it happens. Okay, I guess and you can change uh, the way that you see 25 before minutes. they ever occur. Yeah. And I therefore, hopefully, some stuff out if I'm not making outcome. sense. But um, maybe I'll. Okay, I guess uh, it's been 25 I'm minutes. Talking for too long. I was in a kind of some but stuff anyways, out if I'm not I appreciate sense, all the love. Um, I know that maybe I'll um, cut this off around here so that I spoke a bit about I'm not talking looking for too long. Sympathy, by the way, I guess um, I just want to touch on this. But one anyways, more time before I, go. I appreciate all the love. Um, I know that um, for the most part, I spoke part, a bit about no one actually has sympathy. Really been, by the way, I guess I just want to touch you know, on this one more time me before too I go. Much or, um, making me feel like I'm this for the sick most girl. Part, none of my friends. No one actually has really close friends. You know, it's more me so like a, or making a stranger feel like I'm this like people at the hospital. Sick girl, or none of my friends, because you know, I only told whatever my close friends. Um, it's more so like a, but my friends actually have been stranger so kind, like and like people at the so hospital or and, you know whatever like, maybe caring. Um, like I spoke to my good, but friend my friends Lindsay actually have been so kind and like we both so empathetic. Because and she was like, I can't believe you're going like, through this alone, caring and. Like I said to my good friend Lindsay, I was like, like, "Me too." We both and cried because you know, she I had like, the same experience. We're going through this um, alone. My other really beautiful friend Katie and, and I just, I was like, "Me too." Both of them were crying when I told them. And, and you know, I actually I had the same experience it's okay. with. Um, um, and I haven't told everyone because I guess and I just there's some people that I care both about. Both of them were crying when I told them, and I think I'm actually them. It's okay. Um, Anyways, and I haven't told everyone all my thoughts I guess for today. There's um, some people that I care and love about, that but I don't experience. Maybe I think I'm enlightened to you to change the way that you're able to experience doing. Or, I guess I should if I'm going to be know, posting it on the internet. Maneuvering your day. Anyways, any those are all my thoughts for today. Um, and I hope that this experience just know that you know, no matter how emotional or the way that you're able to experience doing, feel it to the deepest depths, you know, so that you can let it go. Maneuvering your and then day change your any specific way, shape, or form, so that you can have a more positive and experience. Just know changing that, your thought patterns you know, doesn't matter how emotional or raw or whatever you're feeling. Not be upset about things that feel upset it us. to the deepest depths. So that I would you can encourage let it go anyone to cry and then change like, your feel upset like, around it. Feel so all the deep emotions that come up when you experience something. Changing your thought patterns doesn't mean and then when you're ready, we're gonna not be upset about things that upset us. And sometimes I would we encourage back anyone to, this to cry 
state because that's how we want to feel. It's how we're used to feeling. All the deep emotions that come up when you remind yourself again, when you circle back, and then when you're ready, send yourself love, let it go, and let it go again. And sometimes we circle back to this emotional each state because that's how we want to feel. It's how we're used to feeling. That's sad about this thing, but just negative thoughts. yourself again when you circle back. Experience for you. But just know that each time you let it go, and let it go better. Again. You get better at and, it, and you'll be less each likely time, to circle back. You know, and actually, whatever it may be, that that's in relapsing, whether it be negative thoughts or an emotional experience for you on this earth. But just know that each time you let it go, gets better. Okay, you get I'm better at you it. All my love, you'll be less I hope you have circle back an absolutely phenomenal that you morning, are in one hundred percent. And I look forward to talking to you again soon of your experience with love, Earth, and Audrey's lifetime. Okay, I'm sending you all my love. I hope you have an absolutely phenomenal morning, night, or evening. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. With love, Audrey.